Hey, what's going on guys? Thank you for joining me. Welcome to another episode. Today, what I'm going to be talking about is the six principles of persuasion, how you can start using these in your content, in your sales processes, uh, and in your overall branding in order to sell more stuff. Stick around. I will catch you guys right after this. Six principles of persuasion. What's going on, guys? It's Jamie here. Today's video is all about the six principles of persuasion, how you can start to add these to your copywriting, to your sales processes, and to your brand in order to sell more stuff online. Before I get into that, though, if this is the first time here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, also coach for a program. We've got well over 680 students absolutely crushing it with their affiliate marketing business. We're fortunate enough to win the uh, ClickFunnels 2 Comic Club Award that you can see behind me there uh, in February 2021, which was awesome. And we've gone from strength to, thr strength to strength ever since. So if you'd like to keep up with what I'm up to, this is uh, basically me documenting the last 10 years that I've been online. And uh, feel free to hit the subscribe button. Feel free to check out the links in the description if you'd like to get a little bit more uh, detail on how I might be able to help you out with your business. Right, dive straight into it. So these are basically universal. Uh, you're going to find this in copywriting, you're going to find this in sales, you're going to find this in brands as well. Uh, and of course, the cool thing about what we're doing online is that even if you have a very small brand, you're actually able to leverage a lot of these things in order to start selling more stuff. So just going to run through them really quickly. Number one is authority. I'm going to explain a little bit more uh, detail how you can start to develop these within your own brand as well. But just so overview, uh, authority, number one, consistency. Number two, reciprocity. Number three, number four is social proof. Number five is scarcity. And number six is a like and trust factor. So this is uh, basically something developed by Robert Cialdini. I highly recommend his book. It is uh, Influence the Psychology of Persuasion. Absolutely incredible book and uh, learned a ton about uh, human influence based on that as well. So I highly recommend that um, book, go pick that up. In fact, I might even leave a link below, it's as well worth picking up. So how do we start to develop these and why are these important? Well, if you think about some of the buying triggers and, and why people do buy stuff, and to give you a, a kind of a random case study example here, imagine if someone that you respect in whatever field that you're in just says, hey, listen, I got this thing, it's uh, gonna be awesome, and it's uh, you know, a six week long program, and give me 5k, right? And depending on the level of authority that they have uh, is going to determine how easy and how fluid that process is going to be for that sales mechanism, right? And so to give you guys, a, I guess, a, an interesting sort of case study that I've used a couple of times is imagine if Russell Brunson swoops down and says, hey, listen, I've got this thing, six weeks, I'm going to work with you one-on-one -on -one to develop your business. We're going to help you scale to seven figures it's only going to be a thousand bucks. Like you wouldn't, like if that would be all he would need to say. In fact, even if he just said, hey, give me a thousand bucks and we'll do some work together. You'd just go, yep, sure. Here's, you know, no worries. Bang, here you go. I'll find it somehow, right? Because he's got crazy amounts of authority. Now, like I say, you don't necessarily need to have that level of authority, but what we can do is take some of these elements. So what's the way that you can develop authority in this uh, business and especially what we're doing online, right? So one way is uh, it's actually going to be a bit of a crossover with some of these things as well. So just bear that in mind. Um, but you can start to manufacture authority by things like social proof. This is actually one of my favorite ways to do so. And I'm going to basically double up here, but you'll, you'll get the point. So testimonials, very, very powerful testimonials. Um, so 
If you're brand new to affiliate marketing, you're brand new to this online stuff and brand building, you're probably wondering, well, okay, I'm new, I don't really know anything, like how can I get testimonials and why would anyone listen to me? But what I'm here to tell you is that no matter where you are in your journey, there's always, 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 there is someone that hasn't learned what you have learned to date, right? And don't underestimate your own journey because it could be just something really simple. Like, for example, I do Facebook organic marketing is my main thing at the moment. So uh, it could be quite simply like, here's how to change the banner on your profile in order to attract your ideal clientele. Bang, there you go. That's, that's something that you know or how to set up a Facebook group. It takes like 15 seconds, but it might be a couple of little tweaks that you can make it that's gonna help someone else out. Could be, you know, dismantling false beliefs. You don't necessarily need a funnel to get started with affiliate marketing. Boom, mind blown, right? So these things, if you jump on a call with someone and you say, hey, listen, I'm gonna help you out. There's nothing to sell here, but uh, what I do want is at the end of it, if you have a good experience, if you just let me give you a couple of lines in Messenger, or if you're comfortable doing so, just a quick video just saying, what you got out of it, bang, testimonial. So imagine if you get five of these, <clears throat> as a video in particular, what you can do is you can leverage that. Um, and what I mean by that is you can start to uh, take the transcription of that. Sorry. Sorry, folks, frog in my throat, I had to pause the video. Anyway, we're back, we're back, all right, come. So testimonials is one thing. That's one way to uh, develop your own sense of authority. Very, very simple way to do that. Um, the other one is, and interestingly enough, I'm going to double up with pretty much everything here, but social proof is the other one. So I'm, going to, I'm actually going to type it. So social proof. What does social proof mean? It's basically the premise that uh, humans are designed in a way that we often will make our decisions based on the validity of that thing based off other humans also validating that for us, right? And so it can work in all contexts of your life. So think about things like um, you, you used to work very well in, in dating, probably back in, back in the day, um, that would work exceptionally well, but it, it carries off over to other things. So in uh, Facebook, for example, one of the things we tell our students to do is get engagement. Now engagement on its own is something that I call a vanity metric. You could stumble upon someone's profile, they might have 300 likes and 300 comments, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're making a ton of cash. But what it does mean is your instant subconscious thought is, wow, they must know some stuff. They must, they've been validated by all these other people that have commented and liked and stuff, right? So such a proof, very, very powerful to build your authority. <clears throat> Consistency, this is, you know, the, the reason why I like these things is that we can control all of these, right? We can control them all. Um, consistency, how do, you, how do you manufacture that? Well, you just gotta be consistent. I don't know, commit to like, say for example, you're doing a YouTube video, commit to doing one once a week, knock it out at the same time. My stuff is all over the shop, so you know, don't model what I'm doing clearly, but uh, you know, if you did want to set a schedule, that's a very powerful way to do that. Every Tuesday, we're gonna release a video, bang, 8 a.m., you release that video. If you're on the likes of Facebook and you're doing what I'm doing, maybe you're gonna produce a story every day. Maybe you're gonna produce a post in your group every day. Maybe you're going to produce a podcast every day. Whatever it is for you, just make sure that you are being consistent with that. Um, I don't know what else to write this. Don't even speak consistent, all right? God damn it. Um, reciprocity, this is a, a really powerful one. <clears throat> so we have a subconscious bias that if we are given anything of a perceived value, there is a subconscious bias to want to return that favor uh, in most instances. There's a, there are outliers to this. There's a, you know, maybe psychopaths don't want to or sociopaths that they perhaps don't have any interest in giving anything back at all. There's you know, narcissists, there's taking, taking, taking. But for pretty much everyone else, 
reciprocity will ensue. And so it can mean anything. You could be giving them anything of a perceived value. So I could like make this little document I've made. I could make it look all pretty and put some neo stickers and stuff on it. I think I've got stickers here. There we go. There you go, stick it. Wow, there you go. So you made it look all pretty, right? So now it has a perceived value. Now, I'm clearly joking, but you get the point. Don't overthink this process, right? What I'm saying is that if you have something that helps that other person out, it gives them a mindset shift. It gives them something that is going to help them grow their business, uh, something that is going to change the way that they sell. Maybe you say something like, hey, don't inflect the words upwards at the end of your sentence when you're on a sales call, when you're asking for the sale. You're going to kill the sale shows a lack of confidence, try it the other way around and flick downwards. Oh my God, I've just tried it and it worked. Bang, what can I give you in return? Cash, that's what. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But jokes aside, what you can do is um, people, like I say, they are more inclined to do stuff, right? So if you're able to give something of a perceived value, so let's go with, say, oops, get rid of this guy. Um, how do we do this? There we go. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, there we go. So uh, we could say, for example, lead magnets have had something of value. They, you've shown value first before you, you've answered the sale, right? You take them. Um, they can be in the form of, say, videos, Google Docs, don't overthink it. Oh, so you want to get all pretty, go into Canva and t like knock out something. It's you know, pretty easy. How to, how to use Canva? You go, use Canva. Right, any of these things, just these are all lead magnets anyway, it's the same much of the muchness, right? But these are all uh, ways that you can start to develop that reciprocity. So I mean, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to buy it, everyone feels that, you know, uh, like subconscious bias to want to give back, but there's a tendency there for it. If I've had something of value from them, it aligns you with what their, th their thoughts are in terms of the buying process. <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna write a show up there. Right, social proof. So obviously covered this a little bit, but things like testimonials, if you've been validated by other people and there's other people that are going, hey, you know what, this person is awesome because they've got you know five to six people that have sung their praises in the form of testimonials. Hey, Jamie, help me out with X, Y, Z. You know, Jamie was able to change my mind on a whole bunch of stuff and he's awesome, right? Whatever it is for you, take that, like I say, get a transcription um, you use those as quote cards, you can put them out, you can recycle them down the track, you can stagger them, you know, there's all sorts of things you can do with that. And that is incredibly powerful, right? So um, think of, about things like I say, which is also has a, a simultaneous effect of boosting your own authority as well. Only yours, um, <clears throat> engagement. So, you know, uh, this is not the most engaged channel, but if there was a ton of people that were subscribing and liking my stuff, then of course, subconsciously, it would, it would allow that bias to, to form like, okay, this person must be legit. They're being validated by other people. Mm -hmm. um, there's also things like, you know, for me, unfortunately, I've got the, uh, the old award up there. And so therefore, there's an element of social proof with that as well. There's an element of authority with that. Um, and I don't necessarily need to win an award. I certainly didn't have one for a very, very long time when I was online and must admit that it did take me quite some time in order to start getting some traction in my business. But when I did, I already had that sense of authority because guess what? I was showing up consistently. I was giving a ton of value in my group. I was going live. I was doing stuff. I was giving all the best stuff I possibly could. I was giving that out to my audience, um, which then built more and more social proof because then more and more people were liking my stuff and validating me, uh, in which case that was able to, to kind of 
grow and grow and grow basically, which is kind of cool. Um, it's another way to, to um, uh, engage with social proof, um, uh, just word of mouth, but I, I suppose it's, um, it's probably testimonials as well. And then of course, uh, results, there we go. That's the big one, results, right? So in fact, I'm going to highlight that. I'm going to put that bold and underline because it's so powerful. But results can be, uh, and you know, there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this or watching this at this point, and you probably think, well, you know, I've got no results. I'm brand new. What do I do? Like, well, get some results, right? Get get some results. And, and these don't have to be financial. This is a problem with a lot of affiliate marketing is that the barometer of success seems to always be monetary. But what that does is it always puts a carrot in front of you, always puts something outside of yourself to chase because then, you know, you're not actually looking at your own journey and going, hey, you know what? I just uh, completely reshaped my entire profile. I started attracting some inbound leads. Um, I boosted my engagement. Now there's a whole bunch of people that are liking, commenting with my stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, had a mindset shift. That's pretty cool. I uh, got some inbound leads for the program that I'm promoting. That's pretty cool as well. So these things are, are what people need to be focusing on. But a lot of the time they are focusing externally. It's called your um, intern, have an internal locus of control, what you can control based on you know, your own stuff. right? And when you are focusing on those results, it's going to build that social proof. Uh, but of course, once you move along the needle a little bit and you develop your business and you start helping other people achieve things, then you've got results as well. And then you can say things like, hey, my student just did X, Y, Z, or, uh, you know, blah, 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 made 50K in a month, or yada, yada, made, uh, you know, life-changing income, uh, you know, working just two hours a day. Now they're you know, making 10 to 20K per month, right? You get those things coming through. Uh, but to start with, you just use the non-tangible things. Scarcity, right? So people won't buy stuff if they think that it is easily accessible. Now, uh, I'm going to use an interesting analogy with this one, but if you think about things like water in Western countries, uh, for me, I can walk over to my tap over there and I can pour a very tasty glass of water. Here's one I prepared earlier. Um, and it's clean and it's fresh and you know, all that type of stuff, right? And so therefore, if someone said, oh, you all of a sudden you have to pay like you know, 50 bucks for every glass, I'd be like, Psh, what? No, are you kidding me? No way. But however, uh, if you're in a situation where water is very scarce, there's only you know, a gallon left, you're on a ship and, and there's only a gallon left and you know, you've got to split it up between, I don't know, 50 people or whatever. And the captain says, hey, all right, glass, is a glass of water is now 50 bucks. You'll be like, yeah, man, I'll buy five. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it creates a sense of scarcity, of course. So um, therefore, uh, the way that this works is numbers, right? So uh, limited stock available. You see it all the time. Limited number, limited stock. Um, and so scarcity works in, on a twofold basis, in my opinion. So you've got the limitation of the numbers available as one. You've also got a time scarcity as, as well, which is kind of like a deadline, right? So if we go, um, we're going to say time-based scarcity. So it means that you have to make a decision. You have to take an action to purchase that thing before a given deadline. It's very common. Things like launches work really well for this stuff. Um, you can also have uh, limited numbers so i might say for example if i'm doing like a, a special often my audience i might say hey for the next two people that jump on xyz you're gonna get xyz blah blah, blah. you're gonna get this bonus you're gonna get you know this product etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's only you know, 20 grand or whatever it is right so therefore uh, it creates a sense of exclusivity and probably another one that i'm going to put in there as well so i'm going to say scarcity slash exclusivity exclusivity um because this is 
technically it's the same thing, but it, it, exclusivity is a little bit different because exclusivity is uh, basically the feeling of belonging. People love it. Part of Maslow's hierarchy, you know, we want to you know, belong to stuff, want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, and so therefore, you know, if you, if there's only five spots available and you haven't claimed one, then you feel, you know, a bit sort of big chested and hey, go me, I'm awesome. Um, so that's why it works really well. So you can limit the numbers, um, and you can do this as an affiliate as well. A lot of people have this limiting belief, oh, but I'm an affiliate, I don't, you know, how do I do this? Well, you could have a special bonus that expires in XYZ time, right? How powerful would that be? Like, hey, the next five people have got this special coaching offer. If you jump into this program between XYZ and XYZ date, uh, you're going to get you know, the following things and blah, 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 right? It's going to be awesome. All right, moving on. Liking, trusting. Now, this is kind of two uh, interesting things. So how do you build likability? Well, be consistent for, for starters. If you're always there showing up, you know, that is going to help build the likability. Uh, authenticity. Got to be yourself, right? I'm a natural goofball. This is the way that I present, the way that I am. So I'm, you know, I don't know how to be anyone else. Uh, Maybe I should try it. Who knows, right? But, um, you know, some people are going to resonate with this message. Some people are going to go, this guy's a fucking idiot. I don't want anything to do with him. And I'm completely fine with either, either outcome, right? I don't give a shit. Um, and so, therefore, but being authentic, then people are going to resonate. So some people are going to resonate with that. Some people are not. That's fine. I don't I don't care. I don't, want, don't care if uh, like people don't like me. That's fine. Um, the trust factor, which can, again, can be based off the level of consistency. If you're always there, uh, if you're always showing up, you're always, you know, doing stuff. You're not sporadically just taking a week off and then coming back and then, you know, you take another three days off and then you're like committing to being there all the time and then you're not there all the time. Like, you know, you got to be consistent. That's going to build the trust factor. The other thing about trust is um, this is a, a twofold. So it could be uh, trust within you as a brand. It could be trust within the product you're selling. Uh, but what it really alludes to a lot of the time, the actual buying part of it is someone's trust within themselves that they can get the results that are promised, right? That one is a little bit harder to, to develop, but it's something that is highly important if you can, right? So those are the kind of the big things there. I just wanted to recap real quickly. So number one, we've got authority. The way that you can do that is testimonial social proof. Uh, consistency, you just got to show up. Basically, it doesn't have to be daily. You just need to make a commitment to that and, and obviously rock up. You need to have some level of reciprocity. Uh, things like lead magnets, videos, Google Docs, Canva, how to use Canva, for example. Uh, it could be, you know, you name it. There's all sorts of things out there. Social proof. Again, this is a bit of a double up with the authority thing, but, you know, leverage things like testimonials. We can all get those. Engagement on your social media. Um, that's not that hard to, to build up. The word of mouth stuff, hey, you know, James awesome, you should buy stuff, right? Results, the results that you have, non-tangible and eventually tangible and then eventually financial and then eventually deferred financial, which is the idea that your 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 students are getting the results, right? That, that there builds that social proof, which again, builds your authority as well. Uh, next one we've got uh, scarcity and I'll, I'll just put another one there, which is exclusivity. People love to be belong to something. Scarcity, they love to buy stuff that is rare. You know, think about diamonds, for example. Time-based, limited numbers, those are kind of big ones there. Um, liking and trusting, so just got to be consistent. You know, the consistency in which you show up, the authenticity in which you show up. Uh, be entertaining as well, it's going to be the other one. Be yourself, like, you know, if, if you're just dry as a bone and you're monotone the whole time, then, you know, you're going to you know, bore people. But if you're like, hey, up and down and, you know, different tonality and all that type of stuff, 
Anyway, that being said, thank you so much for joining me, guys. Hope you got a bit of value out of this. Um, if you're interested in learning more about how I can help you out, there's a link below. It's going to lead you through to my free Facebook group. Uh, there's nothing to buy there. It's just a, a bunch of value and uh, help a lot of people out with their affiliate marketing and online business ventures. So with all that being said, my name is Jamie Gardner. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks very much.